This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hear more from Free FM. For a small monthly fee, you can become a patron and support independent community media. Go to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out how. It's time for our now monthly chat with Waikato District Councillor Lisa Thompson about what's been happening in Raglan. Good morning, Lisa. Morena, morena. How are you? Great, thanks. Thanks very much, as always, for joining me on the show. So, uh, what's been going on in Raglan uh, since we last spoke? Well, actually, quite a lot. As you know, we've all gone into level two, uh, alert level two. So, um, you know, uh, we've been uh, responding to that, um, and um, you know, so that's been uh, really neat to see. Actually, uh, as the community has responded really well, um, and people were prepared really quickly. I know up at um, Raglan Area School, for example, um, you know, putting in place part of our pandemic plan um, around that. Um, and you know, uh, as humans finding ways to um, uh, do things, uh, for example, the uh, local school ball um, is going ahead um, on a Friday. We decided yesterday. Um, so you know, we're in challenging times, but um, in those challenging times, um, you know, uh, good things are happening. <clears throat> and uh, Raglan actually, um, since post lockdown, actually uh, had visions that perhaps um, we would grind to a halt over winter, but we've been really busy. So um, for um, many of our businesses, our retail and hospitality um, businesses in Raglan, we're actually probably, after speaking to a large number of um, local business people, um, this winter actually, uh, post-lockdown, has probably been the busiest um, for many of the operators in the last 10 years um, so that's been uh, quite an amazing um, outcome um, as you know more New Zealanders are travelling um, within New Zealand uh, you know and so exploring our backyards and I've been amazed Gary actually um, about how many people um, who live you know in the North Island or Rotorua or even some people from Hamilton um, because you have to travel locally and um, it's their first time to Raglan, mm. you know, and so being able to um, meet lots of new people uh, and lots of, yeah, Kiwis just travelling around uh, our beautiful country. So uh, that's been um, a real eye-opener, actually, over uh, since post-lockdown. So, yeah, so that's some of what's been happening. And, of course, right now it's pretty miserable, so uh, weather-wise, um, so I'm not sure if many people will visit our shores today. And um, so we discussed that uh, the last time we spoke about how Raglan had had a good, you know, winter season. Um, And that, I guess, um, things will be slowing up a bit now in Raglan or, you know, they'll be stymied and they will, businesses will be able to benefit from that extra um, money that they made. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I think uh, even the weekend um, just gone, uh, it was re- it was really busy uh, still in Raglan. Um, and uh, for example, I live at the Harbour Mouth. I think I've said that before, and oftentimes you don't realise how busy it is until you actually uh, have to go into town. Um, I mean, into town. I mean, downtown Raglan. 
Um, and I often am surprised, just down from me, that the car park was completely packed. You know, so lots of people are still visiting, um, still going out to the cafes, um, doing that sort of stuff. But um, it sort of feels really wintry now. So over the next couple of weeks, if this weather sort of stays like this, it would be interesting to see. Um, I did speak to a couple. I volunteer actually at our information uh, hub um, in Raglan. Uh, and I spoke to a lovely couple who'd come over for a couple of days from Rotorua. Um, and they said in Rotorua they um, saw a significant drop in visitors um, last weekend when, you know, um, the impact of Auckland being in um, level three. Um, and so they've had many visitors from the Auckland area uh, going to Rotorua, you know, to do mountain biking, walking, all of that sort of outdoor stuff. So they. For that community, they, they said that they noticed a significant um, quietness today, whereas we, we, we are still uh, pretty busy, actually. Do you have a COVID-19 testing station handy to you out there at Raglan? No, we don't. Um, but we do, you can, uh, you mean like a CBAC, like a one that sets up a pop-up one like we right. have had? Uh, no, but we can go to uh, Raglan Medical, uh, which is our local medical centre, um, and they're set up um, to do uh, COVID-19 tests there. Um, and, of course, we can go to um, other areas, but, yeah, that's our local testing um, station, so to speak, at our local medical centre. Now, tell me about the uh, Places for People project. Yeah, that's an exciting community project. Um, I think I briefly uh, touched on it one day when I was driving to work um, with you. So we uh, were six successful in getting some um, funding from uh, the New Zealand Transport Agency. They had a small um, pool of money of $7 million uh, for communities, uh, large and small, across uh, Aotearoa to apply for. Um, and the purpose of that is to create more people-friendly uh, spaces in the road reserves. Um, and so we, whilst we're in lockdown, a group of us, uh, including Hapu members, um, community board members, myself as a board councillor, and um, passionate community members came together and we thought that it would be a great idea to um, do that for um, downtown Raglan because we've got a fantastic, generous um, main street. Um, and how do we make that... Uh, um, more mobility friendly uh, for um, you know people on their bikes or people in mobility scooters for young and old um, and so we applied for that fund and we were successful in getting two hundred and seventy thousand um, dollars which sounds like a lot but actually it's not um, and part of the project is to um, create those spaces for community to hang out in and part of that was about um, encouraging um, social distancing on the streets as well. You know, some of our street, um, uh, you know, our sidewalks or footpaths are quite, um, they're not that generously sized. So being able to use some of the uh, road reserve to increase that space um, allows for the opportunity for more social distancing without being socially distant, so to speak. So it allows our community still to get out and enjoy themselves, but in a safe manner. And, you know, in level two, uh, we still have to maintain that, you know, uh, at least one or one and a half to two metres uh, distancing with people that aren't in your bubble. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we've had a drop-in session 
um, a couple of weekends ago, um, over two days, and it was really successful. Got loads of ideas about what people would like to see, um, you know, and um, places to hang out, uh, places to, you know, if you go to the bakery, you can sit um, and still enjoy the streetscape, but you may not want to go to a bakery, um, to a cafe or something like that. And then today, actually, um, one of our team is going up to Raglan Area School, um, where he'll be working with um, a couple of the teachers and the year uh, seven, eight, nine, and ten students um, on what they would like to see uh, downtown. So that's really exciting. So we haven't got any plans as such. Um, we're, uh, you know, creating that with uh, our community, what that might look like. Um, and hopefully whatever comes out of um, our community collaboration we'll be able to put in place before the busy summer uh, months so we can see if uh, what we implement um, is successful and if it's not we can just remove it because it's temporary. And that brings me to my next question. I was thinking, uh, what time frame are we looking at? Is there, a, is there an allotted time in which you need to make use of that funding? It's within a year actually so we need to uh, get that done um, before uh, uh, sort of like mid next year and um, so for us uh, in order for us to get good data um, it would be great to see how people use it over summer when we're really busy um, and you know we can see how people use different spaces now um, and once we implement whatever it is the community feels suits us um, we can monitor that, get feedback through a watching how people interact with it, um, the things that don't work, uh, the things that do work, and if the community says, this is great, but we need to um, do X, Y, and Z to make it better, or we need to tweak this, and we can do that. Um, uh, and that's the beauty of the temporary nature of this opportunity. And then it gives us that opportunity too, that if it's successful, uh, you know, in our long-term plan process, we can look at how we um, can keep that, uh, whatever it is we have, um, keep that in place. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's really exciting. Would you say uh, Raglan locals are, tend to be a lot more engaged in, uh, in the civic process, or is there still work to be done on that? There's still definitely work to be done, and you know we, we've we've even learnt over the time that we've been doing this that um, you know uh, when we assume that we've um, contacted or done as much as we can in terms of uh, communicating our project, there are groups and people that we've missed out, um, and I think that's what the beauty is of these community-driven um, projects is that we're learning all the time, um, and I guess it's a, it's also what we'll be doing in this project. Um, if and when we get anything on the ground um, that, you know, we'll be able to learn um, while we're, well, it's in action, which is part of the consultation, you know. So, um, so and yeah, I, I guess our community is pretty uh, active. Um, and But we're also a small community, you know, whereas in Hamilton it might be harder to activate that. Um, but here, because, you know, we've got our focus is downtown, many people are passionate about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else has been going on in the in the community since we last spoke a month ago? Um, what else has been going on? Well, you know, um, like I said, you know, up at Raglan Area School, um, the school board is coming up, mm-hmm. uh, and just watching the student leaders actually um, making a big decision yesterday about. And I know it might not sound like a big deal, um, but for young people, um, you know, uh, that 
that social interaction is really important. Um, and just watching, um, we've got a group of young women uh, who are student leaders, you know, managing, um, uh, you know, this decision-making uh, with their fellow students um, and seeing them really step up and, you know, um, rising to a challenge around COVID-19 and keeping each other safe. So that's, you know, so that's something to be really proud of. We've also... Um, got our uh, WARF project, um, which is underway with the um, key stakeholders who've been involved in that. And I think I mentioned that that we were successful in getting from the provincial growth fund two and a half million dollars mm-hmm. uh, to look at the Raglan WARF, um, and so that's looking at um, you know possibly having uh, a pontoon for boats to um, um, moor on. Uh, and get people on and off to help with the congestion down at the uh, wharf, looking at the structure underneath the wharf as, as well, and looking at um, uh, continuing um, access for pedestrians safely in that area and actually um, doing a risk assessment. So that's another big project we've got um, that we're working on as well. Um, and so that's exciting. So that's been steaming ahead over the last month. Um, despite yeah, level so two. Despite level two. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, our group, we can still social distance, and it's amazing with, uh, you know, with Zoom and things like that, we can uh, still meet um, for those who uh, don't feel comfortable being, um, you know, in a room. Um, practicing social distancing, and that we can, um, you know, still all gather uh, via uh, Zoom and other methods. So that's really good. So, uh, some of you doing that for your w- meetings at Waikato District Council. We um, we've been do- we've been doing some of our workshops on uh, meetings on Zoom, but we will still be going. We have been going into council, um, but practicing um, social. Um, distancing and our meetings will um, be on Zoom uh, until we, um, uh, you know, our full meetings. Uh, we can still meet in council, um, but we need to practice all of the uh, social distancing, um, you know, no more than X amount of people. And our chambers are, are, are actually really generously sized, um, so just really mindful of managing um, what we do. But we do have. Um, subcommittee meetings, I had one yesterday um, via Zoom so yeah, we were all adapted, or we're all adapting actually. Yeah, well I mean I heard the analogy last week uh, from Waipa Deputy Mayor Liz Stolwick when I was speaking to her that last time it was like we were building the plane and flying it at the same time, whereas this time we're just flying the plane That's a a great analogy that's a great analogy, and that's exactly, you know, and I think that's where people have, um, you know, that, that I, I don't feel that sense of panic, um, mm. you know, that people are, okay, this is, this is, that's why it's really good having those um, specific alert levels, A, so then you know, okay, this is what I have to do, uh, this is what we have to do, and you do it, because we've been there before, mm-hmm. and we're prepared, so yeah. Waikato District Councillor Lisa Thompson, thanks so much as always for coming on the free breakfast to tell us about what's going on in Raglan. Thanks for listening to this free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.